It's Friday, December 2nd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Supreme Court on Thursday agreed to decide whether the Biden administration can cancel student loan debt for millions of Americans, putting the matter on a fast-track timeline that should produce a final ruling by the end of June. The court, in an unsigned order, did not act on the administration's emergency request that it be allowed to move forward with the debt relief immediately. But the justices said arguments on the matter for this winter, agreeing to the White House's alternative request that the court take up the case to decide whether the debt forgiveness is a lawful exercise of presidential power. The move speeds up the legal process by allowing the administration to obtain a final ruling from the Supreme Court without first having to wait for additional proceedings in lower courts that could have dragged out the litigation for another year or longer. The lawsuit before the Supreme Court was brought by Republican officials in six states who claimed that the program was an unlawful exercise of presidential authority that would affect state revenues and tax receipts. In other news, Friday's employment report will reveal how the labor market fared in November amid rising interest rates and high inflation. The job market has remained resilient this year, with employers still seeking to hire despite an uncertain economic outlook and elevated recession fears. Low unemployment and wage gains have helped fuel consumer spending, the economy's main engine. One big question is how long that strength can last as the Federal Reserve aggressively raises interest rates to tame inflation. Some companies in technology, entertainment, and real estate are laying off workers, but demands for workers continues to outpace the number of unemployed people looking for work. Economists are concerned that higher interest rates will trigger more widespread layoffs and a recession in the next year, as has typically occurred during prior episodes of rapid rate increases. Around the world, a top advisor to Ukraine's president has cited military chiefs as saying 10,000 to 13,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed in the country's nine-month struggle against Russia's invasion. Russian forces kept up rocket attacks on infrastructure and airstrikes against Ukrainian troop positions along the contact line, The Ukrainian general staff said Friday, adding that Moscow's military push has focused on a dozen towns, including Bakhmut and Avdivka, key targets for Russia in the embattled east. Late Thursday, Mikhailo Podolyak, a top advisor to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, relayed new figures about Ukrainian soldiers killed in battle, while noting that the number of injured troops was higher and civilian casualty counts were significant. Back in the U.S., The Senate voted to intervene to prevent a nationwide strike by railroad workers while rejecting a proposal to give them expanded paid sick leave, with lawmakers saying they reluctantly heeded President Biden's call to resolve the long-running labor dispute. In an 80-15 vote, with one senator voting present, lawmakers agreed to force unions to adopt an earlier labor agreement mediated by the administration. The measure now goes to the White House, and Mr. Biden said he would sign it as soon as it got to his desk. The move is expected to end the standoff between Union Pacific Corp., CSX Corp., and other freight railroads and more than 115,000 workers. Following the votes Thursday, the union said they were disappointed by the rejection of paid sick leave and accused the senators who voted against the provision as cozying up to corporate donors. And... 
Presidents Joe Biden and Emmanuel Macron vowed to maintain a united front against Russia on Thursday amid growing concerns about waning support for Ukraine's war effort in the U.S. and Europe. Biden also signaled he might be willing to tweak aspects of his signature climate legislation that have raised concerns with France and other European allies. Biden honored Macron with a grand state dinner Thursday evening, the first of the U.S. president's COVID-19 shadowed presidency for a foreign leader. But following up on Biden's upbeat comments might not go as smoothly as that fancy affair. Republicans who are about to take control of the House have shown less willingness than Biden to spend billions on Ukraine, and Democratic lawmakers said Thursday they were not about to jump back into the climate legislation. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.